0: Hello listeners, before you get into the latest PS5 episode, I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now, enjoy the show!
1: Incredibly exciting. It's
2: really about we're we're developers. Developers. as a developer. It's an amazing we're feeling to have. Welcome, Welcome to PlayStation. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, Gentlemen? jellymen, welcome back to the latest PS5, Um, I'm your host Mr Alex Sylvester and with me as always is my co-host Mr Sonny Sanghera. how are you doing today mate?
1: Happy Last of Us remake launch day mate.
2: It's not a remaster, it's a remake, yeah, so uh, <laughs> it should be pretty good, hopefully. Uh, we've been hearing the reviews, hopefully we'll be touching them on that a uh, bit today, but I can't wait to get my hands on it, man. It's going to be sick, absolutely sick. Well, this is episode 111, all the ones, so uh, that should be some good luck in some culture around the world, uh, but it's going to be a really packed episode today, but it might be a bit short. We have a lot of news to deliver to you, Sony buying from, from software, uh, we got, we're got. we going to talk about that today, uh, PSVR2 development. Ease, uh, that's sounding pretty good. Uh, the Capcom versus SNK revival, fingers crossed for that one. And Star Wars is on a new engine. Uh, but before we dive into all that juicy news, what you been playing, mate?
1: I clocked Tetris.
2: What the t- Tetris?
1: <laughs> when you get the little rocket, Tetris is done on <laughs> beginner, on normal, and yeah. on. Expert finish Finico. <laughs>
2: Goodbye. <laughs> See you later, Tetris. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, that, that's good to hear. I'm sure. I'll be Why is
1: Tetris effect. Anymore. I don't want anyone to think I'm playing the fucking Game Boy or something, right? Tetris effect the was a classic. on the you PS5. That,
2: <laughs> <That's up there. laughs> what you should say about that, man? I've been playing Tetris 99 between that and Minecraft with the boys. I'm trying to get my head around uh, Minecraft, and it's a complete different world out there. But, um, yeah, uh, I saw some fascinating things in Minecraft actually. Somebody actually designed a Tetris game. Using the mechanics in Minecraft, which I thought was absolutely amazing, and like it just showed you the power of Minecraft if you know how to use it. I have no idea, but my kids also know how to wield I don't know expelliarmus or whatever Harry Potter. They
1: should, um, they should make a Last of Us remake in Minecraft. <laughs> oh my god! Put that. Speaking out of Last of Us, yes, you I just mentioned it. E3. It is the launch day today. Sure I was I just having it. a look. So it's meta Meta score is, from one hundred and three reviews is yeah. eighty nine. Now, wow. you can see, as with all Sony first-party games, you scroll down to the worst reviews and you can just tell they haven't really played the game. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. you can it's tell so instantly with the lack of substance and they always... You can see it now. There's like a record of these people who just constantly under-review yeah. PlayStation games, no matter what. Um, but Goodness. from the 103, uh, 99 are positive ratings. Wow. And this is, I thought to myself, oh, it's a remake. Even though it's beautiful, it will probably hit around 79, 80 because people have already played the game. So, for the fact that I'm seeing it at 89, I was shocked. I was like, what the <laughs> hell, man? man?
2: People still loving this game. Still loving the game. I mean, a, a testament to Neil Druckmann and his team, man. Phenomenal game. But uh, sticking with Sony, man, what we got? All right. So, we're we'll
1: going to the news story today. Uh, now, we know Sony confirmed it had entered a definitive agreement to buy Savage Game Studios, but. That focus is mobile-related for mobile gaming. You know, Savage Studios have spoke about that. They're going to make a triple-A live service game for mobile. Sony's working with them. We don't really want to talk about that, you know, because it's nothing to do with PS5. <laughs> but they did buy something this what? past week. From Software, the studio behind the critically acclaimed Elden Ring has announced that it has sold shares to Sony Interactive Entertainment and Tencent parent company, Kadokawa Corporation announced that Six Joy Hong Kong, which is a subsidiary of Tencent and Sony, will own 16.25% and 14.09% of From Software, respectively. The remaining 69.66% will be owned by Kadokawa. Speaking in a notice, the company said it recognizes the enhancement of capabilities for the creation, development and deployment of game IP as one of the group's highest priorities. This is a quote. Through the implementation of the fund procurements from software will aim to proactively invest in development of more powerful game IP for itself to strengthen from software's development capabilities and will seek to establish a framework that allows the expansion of the scope of its own publishing in a significantly growing global market. Elden Ring launched in February of this year for all formats, minus a switch. And it went on obviously recently. I think we spoke about it last week, Alex, didn't we? 16.6 million sold yeah, and in digital big, and physical big, copies. Big. But I mean, we knew Sony owned some of the parent company. they now increased to 14%. They're not going to buy out because Tencent have a big share in it. So they're not going to mm-hmm. buy FromSoft. But this stops any future FromSoft game launching on Game Pass or working on an Xbox exclusive project. You know, it'll be every secure. FromSoft game will be on PlayStation now, won't it?
2: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it is like the flagship uh platform and it from off games uh and all the bonus cells obviously are on the Xbox and Game Pass. Um but yeah, man, this is really good news. And all I'm hearing is like Netflix movie or Prime Deal, you know what I mean? They they're gonna to want to expand Elder. They, Ring. Have I mean, the game, they have their own style of game. They have their own
1: style of game. They don't care what anybody says, they don't care about accessibility because it says they do care, but they don't want to change the core experience of that the difficulty of uh, Elden Ring. We remember when Elden Ring launched, how many people were bitching, it was too hard, there should be an easy (laughs) mode, there should be this, there should be that, but it's still 16.6 million copies. Not every game has to be the same. So, you know, whereas The Last of Us has now added uh, the ability to hear what is being said in the game by vibrations in the pad, which is unbelievable and amazing from soft like, no, 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 we're going to stab you in the face. You know, so (laughs) it's just one of those things. And yeah, Yeah. it's a very you don't sell like Elden Ring did which is like Call of Duty numbers, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm, And not mm -hmm. get picked up quickly you'll get shares purchased quickly if they're available by one of the big companies so i won't exactly. be surprised if microsoft come in now and buy a couple of percent you know what i
2: mean to see if they can uh but yeah but i mean it's never an expansive world and like the walls that they create are just phenomenal and especially as we're dipping into like the world of vr you know having a ip like this is going to be going to be real uh prevalent. Uh, and sticking with VR, nice little segue, uh, we got some VR2 news. So for consumers, PlayStation VR2 really looks like it's a, a truly new and upgraded version of the VR system Sony created the first time around. And it looks like the same goes for developers. In talks at the CEDEC t- 2022, so this year, Yusuyo Takahashi, I hope I got that right, and Kenjo Akiyama, likewise uh, spoke about the upcoming vr console and how it's been developed to make it easier this time around for other studios to port their games to the platform uh, special peach uh, speeches special features were implemented in the design of the console for the betterment of those who'd be working on the device such as the gpus fsr or flexible scale restoration It's a method that gives developers full control over pixel density and greatly optimizes their ability to render anything based on where the player is looking. The new development tools were also introduced, like VR Trace, uh, which helps developers identify issues quickly and even allows for a developer to work on a VR game without a connected headset. Ease of use. This is great, you know what I mean? This is just making it so much easier, lowering the bar of entry, and it's just going to increase or help with the flurry of VR games, which is going to be part of this new revolution that Sony is banking on over the next five to 10 years. And uh, this is this is perfect for them. This is really good. You know, that means that we're going to see a lot more indie developers as well, being able to get their hands onto this gear and, um, and you know, explore their worlds and possibilities. What do you think anyway?
1: Well, I mean, that's what we're hearing now in the the back end of PlayStation is that they're just trying to make things as easy for developers as possible. We talked about cloud developing with Haven studios, and now they're talking that you can make them work on a VR game without the VR headset on, you know what I mean? So it's showing you that, Sony really are looking at ways to make sure developers can work fast, they can work easy and get their products available to consumers straight away. So Mm. great news. And hopefully it just means faster development times for VR too. Because I mean, VR is a niche product and it's in its infancy still. And where we're gonna be in 20 years from now will, you know, are we gonna be in Ready Player One era or not? But It's ease of use, ease of tools, development tools that will get us there. So, you know, if it was too hard to make games, it's not worth it because then obviously you're not really getting a return on investment. Mm. Whereas if it's cheap, fast, easy, and you can get a game out, um,
2: you know, then endless possibilities for it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll stick with developers. What we got next?
0: Lose weight without compromising your health with the Fast 800 Shakes. They're high in protein, low in carbs with no added sugar. Plus, they're a third of your daily fiber needs. At around 200 calories per serve, they're perfect on fasting days when you need a bit of support or as a nutritious meal when cooking from scratch is too hard. Visit thefast800.com and use the code SHAKES for 20% off.
1: Hey, Barra here. I joined Gifgaf in 2011 and I've stayed ever since. What I love is, there's no stress. The value and flexibility is fantastic. They've also fixed their UK prices this year, so even if my bills go up elsewhere, I've got one less thing to worry about. Thanks, Gif Gaff. After 11 years, I'm still in
2: the right place.
0: With flexible plans, great value, and fixed UK prices for 2022, Gif Gaff gives back. Applies to pay-as-you-go, goodie bags, and all UK rates only until 31st December 2022. Excludes international rates and roaming. If Archie
2: the Labrador could talk, which he can't, but if he could, he'd tell you he's knocking on a bit and his arthritis is playing up. (laughs) Tell me about it, Archie. I make old man noises whenever I stand up. (laughs) But with the right supplements, you'll feel like a gymnast again. Trust me, Archie boy. Paws.com can help you find all the food, treatments and supplements your pet needs to live a healthy and happy life. Paws. Pet care made personal. That's paws as in, you know, their tiny little hands and feet. Yeah, don't know why I did that gonna work any these segues okay
1: well. <laughs> it's all good man okay uh no it's actually gonna sound good when you say what we've got next and i'll be like and it'll just be an advert people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> all right uh number three god of war ragnarok developer sony santa monica studio has shared new details on the game's combat specifically the addition of weapon signature moves to flesh out kratos limb slicing shenanigans in battle <laughs> speaking with game informer Mihir Seth and Danny Ye, lead combat designers on God of War Ragnarok, had the following to say about the new feature. In the last game, if you press triangle, you recalled the axe. Oh, what a feeling that was. But if you already had the axe, nothing happened. If you had the Blades of Chaos and you pressed triangle, you just went back to the axe. We looked at that concept and wondered, what if you could do something a little bit different with that button? A whole new suite of moves. Weapon Signature Moves allows Kratos to infuse each weapon with elemental powers such as ice and fire. For example, the Leviathan Ox can be powered up with Frost Awaken, while the Blades of Chaos can adopt the Whiplash ability. Meanwhile, shields have also been tinkered with so that they function differently. An example is the Dauntless Shield, which is tailored towards high skill players, that's me, (laughs) parrying (laughs) at the last minute will cause it to glow red, which means the players can then deliver a smash attack to enemies and stun them. God of War Ragnarok is pencil for release on November 9th for PS5 and PS4. So Alex, they're not resting on that already amazing combat system in the original yeah. God of War. Little tweaks make it a little bit different. You don't need to change the whole palette, but I like the fact that they went back and looked at the button like, oh, it's not actually in use when this is happening in a game. So what can we program mm-hmm. into work in that sense? It just adds more yeah. to the game, doesn't it?
2: It does, it does, and I think they're taking a massive page out of Horizons, um, Forbidden West, the fight mechanics in that game, compared to the first game, uh, Zero Dawn, it's just like night and day, you know, you can do so much more in combat, it's close quarters, or even using weapons, and the fact is that they announced um, a company like uh, Santa Monica Studios is actually making that expand, uh, is forever better, and it's just making more uh, just fleshing out the characters a bit more, you know, in terms of what they can do uh, to make them a bit more lifelike. But one thing that did come to mind with the fact that they're actually updating uh, the combat system do you think they could ever make a Kratos multiplayer experience?
1: Well, they already did on PS3 and um, God of did War they? Ascension, where you could uh, okay. battle in the arena and stuff like that. I mean, that was why God mm-hmm. of War Ascension was effectively made, it was for multi- to put a multiplayer mode in a game that Mm. didn't need it, Uh, but people enjoyed it, people played it, it was active for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think what The Last God of War 2018 did is solidify Kratos' character, the story, and that game as a narrative-only game, you know what I mean? You don't need Mm -hmm. to... You know, the photo mode allows you to have fun with the characters and do things like that, but I think (laughs) this game just focused solely 100% on... Mm -hmm. creating because you created one of the greatest stories as i say you do not beat a rock star game to game of the year when it comes out so to do it means you did something special you know what i mean and you've only seen that with like the last of us part two and certain games that really transcend the industry forward so don't Mm -hmm. tinker it don't mess around with it you know would I like Ooh. to smash people with Kratos? Yes. Do I want to? No. I just want to play the story. You know what I mean? And have that story <laughs> remain in my head. I don't want to play that story, be amazing, and then play Kratos Kart Racer.
2: You know, so. <laughs> I'm getting a bit too far. Kart racers, yeah. yeah <laughs> you never like know, right? It could happen. It could happen. Uh, I mean, we'll he turned up in Fortnite, in- right? Did, what did oh, yeah, he did, didn't it? And War Combat, right? So, yeah, water yeah. Combat. yeah well, sticking with uh, pleasing fans, uh, we have some good news from SNK and Capcom for you, SNK versus Capcom fans. In a new interview with SNK producer and designer Yu Yuki- Yao wow, Yauki Yuki. 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 Yeah, thank you. Uh, Oda, both Capcom and SNK are interested in the potential of a SNK versus Capcom revival. Um, They go on to say definitely in the future. That's something that I think everybody on all sides in both parties are interested in making a reality, said Oda. He continued to say, especially after we saw the reaction to the Evo posters, it helped us reconfirm that this um, this is possibly uh, one of the most wanted things from fighting from the fighting game community across the entire world. i explained explain that his enthusiasm shouldn't indicate that any plans have been laid, but it is something that could begin to become a reality. Um, he continues, uh, we haven't really talked in detail with anybody at Copcom about it. It might have come up in vague comment, however, we have a lot of experience in crossovers with things like Akuma and Geese in Tekken. Um, but recently, uh, we haven't actually done anything with Capcom, even on the character collaboration stuff. So that poster at EVO, in our sense, was the first step towards maybe something like that happening in the future. The last time both parties got together for an SNK versus Capcom title was way back in 2023. Oh, my gosh, almost 20 years ago. Actually uh, collaborated, uh, and that was a phenomenal game as well. I mean, I wasn't really a big fan of the SNK, but it was a great way to introduce those characters uh, to the Capcom fan base, which was obviously quite heavy, um, worldwide really. And SNK is mainly in Japan, isn't it, in terms mm-hmm. of popularity? Um, but yeah, man, this is this is good to hear. You know, um, you know, with the likes of uh, Tekken potentially getting a, a revival, and uh, we got Street Fighter Six coming out uh, soon. Uh, it's, it's kind of good to hear that they're actually still developing the fighting genre because I think it's kind of quite it's been kind of quiet recently hasn't it Um, I mean the last big game I, I, was Mortal Kombat I think Mortal
1: Kombat just swallowed everything up I mean a mm. genre that's great for esports is the fighting game and I think what Street Fighter V and what Tekken 7 did is transition and transcend the fighting game into esports you know those two specifically mm. whereas Mortal Kombat which is the bestseller and the biggest one out of them all is still not there yet in that sense it's still a Mortal Kombat game at heart it still feels like yeah. that whereas I think what you're going to see with the next Mortal Kombat is that they're transition into it a lot more you know yeah. Tekken 7 we spoke about it uh I think it was two weeks ago about the fact that how many years after launch, five years after launch, they they released a rebalance pack just to balance the game out even more, you know, for esports. And we've got the teaser for Tekken 8. We know a new Mortal Kombat's in development. We've seen Street Fighter 6. Dead or Alive is literally just dead. Um, you know, so there's a lot of, yeah, fighting games that have transitioned a lot more into something different. And, I mean, I played one Capcom SNK game. Um, I thought it was like, meh. You know what I mean? But obviously mm. that was at a time when Tekken was growing massively so I wasn't yeah. really yeah, interested yeah. that much but it's always nice, you know, I mean it's the smaller things like King of Fighters is still going on this is more in a line with it, SNK vs. Capcom, your King of Fighters is it your Blaze mm. Um, yeah. those sort of fighting games are more in line with this um, and Street Fighter 6 in a way but I think yeah. if it does happen it's it's not this generation capcom are fully focused on street Fighter 6 when that game comes out they'll be supporting it like an esports platform they won't have time they'll say snk you make the game you know what i mean um, so <laughs>
2: it will happen. be another tekken cross street fighter scenario right where it's yeah, coming yeah. no it
1: isn't mate just shut
2: up and focus on Tekken. maybe you. yeah so fingers crossed for the playstation 6 uh well speaking of transitions
0: Hello latest PS5 community, it's Demi and I'm back with another shameless promo. If you enjoy listening to the latest gaming news each week, then you will absolutely love our YouTube channel. Over there you will expect to see a variety of videos such as live reactions, predictions, gameplay and so much more. Search latest PS5 podcast in YouTube or click the link in the description. Also, while you're at it, help to support our channel by subscribing so you never miss a video. Do it. Right now, subscribe right now. I'm watching you. I'm going to give you zero seconds to subscribe. Done it? Good. Back to the show.
1: Okay, so we move on. And this one's quite interesting. Respawn has more Star Wars games than just the upcoming sequel to Star Wars The Jedi Fallen Order with Star Wars Jedi Survivor. It's also working on a new first-person shooter game within the Star Wars universe. This is something we reported a few months ago when Respawn announced that they were making multiple Star Wars projects. There's three Star Wars titles we know of currently in the works, but regarding the new first-person shooter title, we don't know much. But we did just learn something this week. It is being developed on Unreal Engine 5. That yes. was confirmed on Twitter when lead combat AI designer at Respawn, Melissa Yankowitz responded to a user who said they wondered what engine Respawn would be using Janowicz uh, was kind enough to reply and confirm that this new first-person shooter project is being made on UE5. Alex, Star Mm -hmm. Wars, Unreal Engine 5, thoughts?
2: Yeah, well, it makes sense. I mean, Fallen Order was on, what, UE4. So for them to just continue now, knowing the platform, I mean, Fallen Order was a a brilliant game, you know, really good. Uh, And the techniques that they utilized in that game just obviously just revolutionized the way a single-player narrative-driven Star Wars game could be played. So we've seen what uh, Unreal Engine 5 is capable of doing. You know, it can just transform experiences. So to put that into the hands of, um, you know, the next Star Wars for another game uh, is going to be great. And they're also also using uh, Unreal Engine with the, films and uh tv shows in it like the mandalorian mm. um the obi-wan uh they're all using unreal 5 for cinematic purposes so to try and incorporate that technology into the game it's just it's giving me tingles man i'm really looking forward to seeing what they can actually do with this this next uh, installment in the franchise yeah well i mean How about you? it's
1: yeah i'm excited you know anything anything that's going to use unreal engine 5 i'm excited for it you know i feel like Ooh yeah it's 20 late 2023 is when we'll see like really the fruits of what unreal engine 5 is doing because people are still developing for it and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. i mean you just think anything to do with star wars and with the effects in a game and like the settings and things like that will look amazing in unreal engine 5 you know so that's then but this is now alex so what can i play you know for the month of september
2: Oh yeah, good. Thanks for asking. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced the full lineup of PS Plus Extra and PS Plus Premium free games for September 22. It starts with Defloop on the PS5 and PS Plus. We have Assassin's Creed Origins on the PS4, Watch Dogs 2 for PS4, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 on PS4, Spiritfarer, um, Farewell Edition, again on the PS4. Chicory, A Colourful Tale, again on the PS4. Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game, 5, on the, both the PS4 and PS5. Uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX, both on the PS5 and PS4. Rabbits Invasion, the interactive TV show on the PS4. Rayman Legends on the PS4. And finally, Scott Pilgrim's versus the World, the game, the complete edition on PS4, which is a cult classic. So if you haven't played that, definitely... Um, give that a go. Um, moving on to the PS Plus premium classics, uh, we have Siphon Filter 2 on the PS1, classic game, the Sly Collection on the PS3, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time again on the PS3, Bentley's Hack Pack on the PS3, if not played that game, Toy Story 3 on the PSP, and Kingdom of Paradise again on the PSP. So, a host of games there, some some ones which I'll definitely be uh, making some time for. How about you? Any of those that stick out to you? Well, I mean, what
1: sticks out is obviously with the PlayStation Plus Premium. It's about bloody time they did some of the old classics, but it's nice to see the Sly collection. So it's the whole collection and Thieves of Time on there. But obviously Mm -hmm. these also join um, just the normal PlayStation Plus free games. If you only have the normal PlayStation Plus tariff, you're still getting Need for Speed Heat from EA, Mm -hmm. Toem, and grand blue fantasy versus which is a two and a half d fighting game, so you're still getting three games on top of that but if you do have extra premium you're getting a hell of a lot of games but yeah, yeah i mean to yeah. have death loop is big as well for people That's to have, have an opportunity yeah, to play the game so like like you said you know every month we're getting all these games added to an already robust list of games which is a lot of fun um yeah. will i play any of these No, because I'm going to be playing The Last of Us Remake and then going back to eFootball. So, you know, (laughs) that's me. I might try um, Chicory because a lot of people have spoke about it. Um, So I might just see what that's all about and uh, Mm -hmm. go from there, really. But exciting times on that one.
2: Yeah. Whether you're searching for record players or pianos, how you pay matters. Visa helps protect you from payment fraud online. Visa, a network working for everyone. Times. Speaking of excited times, we have the UK charts. So what we got for it, sir? Okay, so
1: before we go into the charts, um, just remember, no game has been number one in the UK for four weeks in a row. The record is three held by multiple games, but there's one game in particular that's held it three weeks in a row. I think four times or three times. And that's Horizon Forbidden West. So let's see how it did in the top 10. Number 10, Alex, it's almost going to fall out. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Had a good In run. its lowest run. position since launch at number 10. Yeah. At number nine, it's dropped two spaces. Grand Theft Auto 5 is in the chart. It's yes, still people there. are
2: listening. Come on, let's get it out of the charts. Come on. <laughs> uh,
1: dropping a place from last week, uh, you got Gran Turismo 7 at number 8. That's still flying in there. Going up a position, Minecraft Switch Edition at number seven. Number six, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Number five, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number four, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number three, Nintendo Switch Sports. Number two, Horizon Forbidden West. Which means we have a new number one, and it was expected. It's Saints Row, which launched... um, now, according to GFK data, Saints Row sold more than five times the number of units in its first week than 2017's Agents of Mayhem, which was a yes. multiplayer spin-off of the series. Saints really? Row's successful debut ends Horizon Forbidden West's winning streak with the PlayStation exclusive spending the last three weeks at number one, despite a 120% week-on-week rise in sales. Thanks, no small part, to being bundled with PS5 consoles, uh, which came back into the market last week. It had to second uh, settle for second place. But, Alex, um, there was a big... I don't know if you saw it in um, Smiths and Sainsbury's. There was a Switch Lite three-game bundle, which you can see in the chart. If you look in the middle, you can see the uh, influence that um then because what i like what nintendo do is they don't put third party games <laughs> in the bundles right yeah. well, why do you? you don't buy a switch for why? third party you buy it for the nintendo first party. exactly exactly um, but i like that they do it and they did different games with different colors of the switch light oh no nice.
2: it's yeah, which good, again
1: good. gives you that variety, but as a as a consumer, it might piss you off because you might want two specific games, but ones with one color, ones with the other <laughs> color. You're like, God damn it, can I not mix it? Yeah,
2: it's all part of their their plan to get multiple switches into every household, which is a great idea. Uh, but yeah, Nintendo have comfortably held the the medium spots, you know, for the better part of this year. So um, yeah, my hats off to them. Uh, Minecraft Switch Edition, I can't believe is actually holding up strong. It seems to be in the charts every single week. Um, but yeah, Brown fifth auto. I mean, yeah, I'm just glad that the listeners are actually listening. Let's get the word out there. Oh, we you say this and then it
1: drops and then it off jumps. The <laughs> it's not
2: that
1: it's not the weekly charts that you need it to worry about. It's when we do our monthly charts. It's always oh, yeah, top, but, you five. Know. top five. <laughs>
2: top five. These little battles, man. these little battles we will get there eventually. <laughs> but I mean, uh, uh,
1: that was a chart this week. Obviously yeah. we will be back next week uh, with some more charts for you. We'll see Uh Saints roll. Will it hold over or will a certain Last of Us remake? I don't know if it's going to hit number one, you know, just because people have played it and a lot of people are moaning about it and they're like, meh, 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 meh. And obviously yep. many would have pre-ordered the digital deluxe edition in advance, Um, you know, instead of waiting for the a copy to officially launch. So it could, it's going to be interesting. But it is Saints Row could hold over or the last of us remake or will horizon shock the world you know we'll see what happens um on that one but alex you got some one questions on before us. we before
2: we leave yes okay so we have a first question from dean from calgary in canada uh what's up dean uh he asks what is the best fighting game outside of tekken not sports Okay, so we're... Uh, I, I love how wrote not sports, because he knew I would have said yeah. Fight Night, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> fight I was going to say. So no Fight Night, UFC, none of that. Um, mm. Okay, for me, uh, I, it, well, it's it's an easy one. Actually, It's a toss-up between two, and they're both made by the same company. Um, it's either Mortal Kombat 11, which was a phenomenal game, or Injustice 2, which is also a phenomenal game, you know, both made by NeverRealm Studios and WB Interactive. <laughs> Um, and the mechanics I mean I think ever since they did their first crossover Mortal Kombat and DC it's like they just took they've only just been making improvements for the better and um, I think it reached the pinnacle and especially with the Injustice series with Injustice 2 fantastic game and story um, but obviously they polished all the different mechanics including the story uh, for Mortal Kombat so outside of Tekken yeah it's kind of hard that's The one thing that I just hope that tech can kind of work on really, which is the narrative, because more combat seems to be working on that side of aspects, that side of things, mm-hmm. and you can actually just watch you know the, the cinematics for hours because it's that interesting. Um, uh. well, as far as fighting games go, but um, those are my two. I know I should have picked one, but um, you know, how it is. <laughs> uh,
1: I think, in an unbiased opinion, and I think a lot of people agree with me, it's probably PlayStation All Stars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I think I think I think if I think if you're looking All-stars. at modern fighting games yeah. then yeah Mortal Kombat 11 is it ultimate that's the one that just has all the that, characters yeah, the ultimate, and all yeah. the balancing yeah, acts. So, yeah, so yeah. I think Mortal Kombat 11 for me would be obviously a lot of people who have grown up playing Street Fighter will say Street Fighter and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, modern day it's definitely Mortal Kombat 11 historically historically it's Probably it's got to be Soul Calibur, you know what I mean? Like on the Dreamcast, those games, and obviously when Soul Calibur 3 came out on multi platform, that game Mm -hmm. changed fighting games, you know what I mean? It was so so good. And then a shout out to the likes of Power Stone and Smash Brothers, uh, things like that, you know what I mean? But
2: I hope they made that again, Power Stone, especially man. Come on, Capcom, bring that back, (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, yeah, I would say I would agree, Mortal Kombat definitely, um, Mm -hmm. probably is the best fighting game today. Outside of Tekken, but there is a very, very big gap between Mortal Kombat and Tekken. Let's
2: not kid ourselves yeah. here. Yeah, it's Come night on. and day. It's, <laughs> a, it's a different animal, you know, it's an apex. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, it's one of those, games.
1: Dean, where you'd get different answers from a Street Fighter fan, you'd get different answers from a King of Fighters fan, you know, it's just what you your likes. And there's a reason why Mortal Kombat is selling 12, 13 million copies per entry now. It's because it's just stupidly gory, but the fighting at its base is so tight and it's so good it's and good. it's not doing anything extra. It's in 2D. And you can see Street Fighter Six has taken a page out of Mortal Kombat's book in terms of visuals. They have yeah. really pumped up on that um, realistic look, still with that cartoony mm-hmm. thing to it. But they've looked at Mortal Kombat, I thought Mortal Kombat just, it's selling and it looks so good. So that's what people want. So, you know, they've upped the art palette on Street Fighter Six. Tekken 8's mm-hmm. tease of Kazuya look like it's up the palette but Tekken's always been about visuals anyway so um yeah and there's one thing about Mortal Kombat as well it never drops in frame rate you know what I mean so it's always just moving consistently even if you're uppercutting someone out the screen you know um, it's just beautiful
2: so 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 good (laughs) but yeah yeah cheers for that question Dean uh we have another one from Rena from Leicester in the UK uh and she asks uh, with rumours of a Sony showcase coming this month, what three things would you like to see? Keep up the great work and love the live reaction video. You're very welcome. But the Sony showcase coming this month. What's
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of rumours. Um, it would be a year that Sony has been waiting to do a showcase. It mm-hmm. makes sense. It's before the holiday season. You want to get, um, obviously, eyes on the product to purchase PlayStation 5. Sony reactively don't do these sort of shows if they don't have hardware to sell. So that's a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, three things. Okay, I want to see Spider-Man 2 gameplay, which I yes. know is going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So Spider-Man 2 gameplay, What about, what's one for you? We'll go one by one by one. You agree, um, right? You yeah, want to see Spider Man 2? Yeah, yeah, thing. no. Honestly, game I want to see everything it.
2: that you're going to mention. It's going to be what I really want to see. Um, but, but for me, um, VR. I want to see some more VR 2 footage, whether it's going to be from Horizon, um, Call of the Mountain, or just another VR 2 game. That You just want the Half Life, Half Life, Alex. I want to just give it to you. You know what I
0: mean? It that's me.
2: it. <laughs> yeah. That's um, anyway, go <laughs> on.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that one. So my second one would be uh, I want to see real technically advanced VR two games and projects in the work, but I actually want to see them from so- some Sony first party games. You know, I want to see if um, if Spider Man Two has a VR mode. Oh my god! Like, I swear, <laughs> there, there's a VR Spider Man experience, so it can Who be done, you do that? and yeah. you could do a separate mode where you're just you can just fly around in v like like that think about the uh, the matrix demo on yeah. where you can just mess around imagine if you can just swing around in vr
2: you know, I was thinking about that, You know, the resistive triggers as well. You're going to have those on the VR controller. You'd be like this. Your arms would be going
1: up, you know what I mean? Because of the <laughs> controller now. So your arms would be going up, folded <laughs> oh, rendering. So when you look, yeah. it's rendering, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just yeah, yeah. having a VR mod. So I think, yeah, Spider-Man 2 gameplay and really technically advanced VR 2 games would be a second yeah. one. Also, also, um, far-fetched because mm-hmm. of... Spider Man 2, but it'd be kind of neat to have a little tease of Wolverine, like in gameplay, you know what I mean? But I think <laughs> you're asking neat- me too
2: much right now, man. <laughs> I know, I know, but I think
1: what was more realistic is yeah. let's see what Naughty Dog's doing. Ah, you know, okay. Neil Druckmann teased yeah. at the um, I can't even remember what bloody show it was, you know, there's so many bloody shows, yeah. summer showcase, he, well, he summer teased showcase, at the summer yeah. showcase that, um. Them again he's working on a project and he can't talk about it unless it leaks uh mm-hmm. that unless so i think leaks. that will be shown you know that's something that you show at the beginning or at the end of a showcase yeah. right and sony yeah. will do that and then we'll know oh what it is and it is you know a new ip so it's exciting so yeah naughty dog's new project more technically advanced vr2 titles Spider-Man 2 gameplay. But, I mean, it's the same answer everybody wants. New IPs. Let's see new games. Let's see what you're working on. We just want to see what people
2: are fucking making, you know. Let's see what they're making. Uh, also, I want to see some more God of War footage. I mean, they'll probably save that for their own state of play. I think there'll be a state of play, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it would I mean, be nice to see just something. There's
1: no, there's no harm doing another trailer, you know what I mean? So
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give about It'll be one of them. But, yeah. Yeah. And also, on um, the last the last game that i would actually say, I'd like to just see them hint about the uh the place the PS plus premium and probably put like Milky Solid One on there or something, you know what I mean? Oh yeah that would be like, nice isn't it? <laughs> just uh just you know, do like a premium
1: rate. montage and then just end <laughs> it <laughs> with like a cardboard box or
2: what was that noise? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 but, well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for sending through the letters. We'd love to hear from all of you so you know the details. Just listen to Demi later on. Uh, but, yes, uh, let us know what you thought about the show um, on the, even the topics that we went over today. Uh, whether it be Sony buying from software? What do you think about that? The PSVR 2 development with ease. We all want easy development for games. Capcom versus SNK. Are you a fan? Let us know in the comment section below. And also, Star Wars is on a brand-new engine the new UE5, so uh, let us know your thoughts in the comment section, no matter where you hear the platform. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in, and uh, over to you for the final word, mate. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> enjoy <laughs> Last of Us remake, uh, people. If you weren't uh, planning to play, my name's it, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, my name is Jeff. You know that's how the Last of Us remake starts with Joel when he meets Ellie, and she's like, "Hi," and he goes, "My, my name time. is Jeff." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but play the game, enjoy concept. the game. It's going to look stunning. It's going to look amazing. And um, yeah, if you do some shit hot kills, just tag us on Twitter so we can see them. But thank you very much for listening. And uh, good day because it's daytime
2: at the moment. Good day. Good day, people.